Welcome back to the basement for another episode of The Disconnect. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, joined as always by Mr. Phil Hayes. Uh, how's it going? Not too bad, Phil. Good. Um, we've been having discussions the last couple weeks, and it always seems to kind of get to a point for me where we're just complaining about politicians. Yeah. We hate the politicians. They don't do anything. It's it's self-interest, it's corruption, it's laziness, call it what you will, but they seem to be destroying this country from within. Yeah. What if I told you I had the perfect candidate for president that could potentially eliminate and take that factor out of the equation? I would say, great. Who is <laughs> so it? Who, who are you thinking? Of? Who's the first uh, person that might come to mind for that? Come to my mind or come to your mind? Your mind. Uh, um, come to my mind. We've heard like Dwayne The Rock Johnson run for president. Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey run for president. Kanye West for president. Dave Look, Portnoy for president. Dave Portnoy for president. Yeah. Okay, you think he's the perfect candidate to take it out of the equation? To take all that corruption out of the equation. You said my first thought. Uh, hey, without right. thinking any further. That's yes. fair. <laughs> El Presidente himself. Yeah. No. This could potentially be a game changer or the downfall of society as we know it. Are you going Trump? <laughs> no. AI for president. Okay. Artificial intelligence. Let a robot be the decision maker, yeah. run through every scenario of what could possibly happen and make policy for what's best for the American people. No more Republican and Democrat. Right. It's, it's, it's just analytics and uh, you take the emotion out of the decision making. You take the corruption out of the decision making. Right. We saw what happened with COVID. There was so much Monday morning quarterbacking and saying, you know, should we shut things down? Should we not shut things down? Well, what can a, well, what can a, a, a computer do? It can run through simulations and yeah. tell you what the best possible outcome is. Beep, boop, stay home. <laughs> <laughs> or beep, boop, go to work. Right. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it's a decision-making on uh, UBI. Maybe right. it's decision-making on... Um, uh, uh, spending and, uh, what we should do from a taxing standpoint, like all these things could create policy without the human failure factor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and who are you going to be mad at? Like if unplug him. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem. I think the only issue you're, you're looking at with things like that is people, the new thing would be to, uh, be hacking into our system. Well, okay. And, and that was something I thought about too. Yeah. Of course, you're already spending so much money on secret service right. and intelligence. That's all part of the equation. Yes, your your assassination is not going to come from somebody who is sitting up in, in the book depository and pulling the trigger, allegedly. Right. Um, yeah. It's going to come from cyber hackers. It's just a different way of playing the defense game. Yeah. But you save on all these things in the process. You don't have to have the motorcade. You don't have to have Air Force One. You're not flying from point A to point B. You're not uh, spending all this money on uh, campaigning. You right. don't have these elections every year. You just have AI 
that is making the policy decisions for the American people. Now, I don't think that would be a terrible thing. Um, but at the same time, you're basically, you're rewriting history. You're taking away, you know, the people's, people's right to yeah, vote. Right. But, but we've seen what has happened to democracy in the last, uh, call it five decades. The last right. 50 years, things have really changed. And even more so in the last 20 years, things have significantly changed. Every, yeah. every year, it's, what was, the, what was the South Park analogy? It's, it's turd sandwich. And giant douche. And giant yeah. douche. Those are your two choices for candidates every year. And if we're really going to sit back, right now, everybody is talking Biden Trump rematch 2022 or 2024, do we really think, I don't care who you are more of a fan of, do we really think that either one of those candidates is what's best for America moving forward? See, that's the thing. If you, if you took a poll, cause they're always doing these like polls of, Oh, who, who, who would you vote for? If you took a poll of everyone in the nation and said, are these good candidates? Yeah. I think you would get, uh, you know, 10% saying yes. Oh, well, it. if you, if you, the latest poll that came out, uh, yeah. people who are Democrats, nine, I think it was 94% of them said they do not want Biden to run again Oh yeah, in the next election. And in that same breath, Said though, if it's Biden versus another, uh, if it's Biden versus Trump, they're going to vote for Biden. Well, so, yeah, of course. So even even though they don't want him to run, you know, and that's what the White House is using right now. They're putting the spin on it, as they say. They're right. spinning. Well, that's not that. that you, you need to read the poll, Jack. Yeah, it, sa it said that ninety seven percent of them would vote for me. Yeah, head to head with Donald Trump because they're Democrats. It's, they right. don't want you to run again, sir. Yeah. And see, I think that's the thing is like, do you think that Biden, they're going to, you think they're going to let him run again? Oh, that's the Democratic a Democratic party. It's, uh, the, the party. Yes. Because they're, if he's, it, it's his to lose at this point. I, I don't think the DNC would, would, uh, would campaign another candidate. They, they just wouldn't put somebody know. up against him. That's a, yeah. that's a, that, that would just, divide an already splintered party. I forget. I wish I could remember who it was that I heard uh, that they were like asking, it might've been like his press secretary or something. They were asking mm -hmm. like, is he going to run again? Like, is it, do you think he should run? Again? And they like would not answer the question. Yeah. It's like, he's doing a great job now. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Not to mention all the Hunter Biden stuff coming out right now and how he had, <laughs> he had said, I've never had any sort of, uh, conversations with my son about, uh, his dealings with, um, uh, China or Russia or whatever. And right. turns out he was Joe Biden. They have him on tape, making the phone call, leaving the message to his son about his business dealings in foreign countries and lies, lies, lies. Give me AI, get the crap out of here. It's, it's these people who, have spent this amount of time in office and have been surrounded by big donors, special interest, and corruption are going to be prone to it forever. And it's to the dis it's to the disadvantage of the American people. Right. We need this is this is the only way to take that out of the equation to where emotion does not play into it. But that's the thing with what I've seen over the last like five years, maybe a little longer than that, 
it's still going to be there. How? Because people, the people around it. Yeah. They're going to say somebody's manipulating the president AI. Sure. Sure. There's always going to be that element, but, but we have that now. So right. let's at least start cleaning it up a little bit. You know, this, this thought process really started to come uh, to mind to me when uh, I was listening to one of the latest Rogan podcasts, he had uh, Mark Andreessen on there, who was the founder of Mosaic browser. Like yeah. if you're old enough to remember before internet Explorer, um, which is no longer may it rest in peace. It's no longer functioning. They've gotten rid that. of internet Explorer. Okay. Um, the, you know, Mosaic was one of the first internet browsers. I vaguely remember. And they had a really great conversation about what is AI. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. they brought up the point with the Google whistleblower that, uh, uh, Blake Lamone, he was, uh, somebody who had said basically that the, that one of the systems they were running, you know, he had reason to believe that this thing was conscious. Yeah. That this, this computer system was conscious and it was saying how it was afraid of, you know, uh, of death essentially being, right. being, uh, unplugged. Like that was a huge fact. And, and now there's this conversation of, are we getting to that point where AI is becoming self aware? Um, you know, even other stories they mentioned where, um, uh, it had talked about this AI system that had created this whole life for itself. Yeah. It, it was talking about how it lived in a dorm and how it was, you know, it, it was partying too much, but it also wanted to, uh, study and, and they were worried about their grades and all this stuff that made it seem like there's something self-aware that's out there thinking about <laughs> these things. But he made this excellent point that, this system only has the ability to tell us what we've given it to tell us. Right. I don't think in any way, shape or form that AI can become self-aware. How? Because yeah. I don't believe that consciousness is something that it could be. We don't even have the ability to understand how consciousness works. Right. We can input systems into a computer and we can say, scroll the internet and read this and read the constitution, read all the existing policy, read all of the, um, the court cases on record with the Supreme court, do all this thing to bring in information and look at the history of how decisions have been made, but for it to be able to have its own thoughts independently I just don't think it's possible. I think this is always going to exist as a tool and that all that other stuff is just science fiction. But right. the reason I bring up their conversation was more because like I was wanting Rogan to ask that question. Like what if our policymakers were based on artificial intelligence? What if yeah. they were the decision makers in, in creating policy? Because we know that the majority of what separates us is, is that, um, identity politics. It's, it's not right. really, it's who can scream the loudest, whose issues are going to be addressed directly. And at the end of the day, it allows us to just be in a system that is slowly stacking the chips against everybody who doesn't fall into the 1%. Yeah. And I think that's the thing because you couldn't put it in charge of like, 
anything too crazy because of, I think I think putting it in charge of the whole entire country would be pretty crazy as president. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing though, because you can't like. Uh, what would it do, like as far as like going to war and things like that? Like you can't have there's when it comes to technology, we all know this, that there's glitches and things happen on accident and you don't want that. You don't, happen. you don't want AI to have its finger on the button and right. potentially launch nukes when there, it was a glitch or something was overlooked that you right. want some sort of backup. So you're almost saying, let them, let them run these decisions, yes. let them make the, the analysis, but leave it up to basically humans to make right. that final call. Yeah. So basically my thing would be in that Congress exist as it is, but maybe yeah. one, uh, yeah, this is your, this is the system that we're going to base it on. It's not, yeah. a, it's not a Republican. It's not a Democrat. It's going to take, um, um, uh, which political party you align with out of the equation and just make policy based on what's right. best for the country. Cause have you, have you seen that thing? I've seen it on TikTok a couple of times where like they will put into their, the search engine, I forget the website, but they put into the search engine, like, or it's an app or something. They'll say like show sadness and it will like take everything from, you know, the, like to create an image. Yeah. And creates yeah. an image. Those or are like, terrifying images. Yeah. Some of them are. And that's the thing though, is like, why for the tough decisions, why can't we do something like that? Where it's like, sure. there's people running the system obviously, but like that's coming up with the best possible result. Well, even, even from an economic standpoint, what's the, what's the best, uh, you know, what's the best pri uh, price for, fuel that it doesn't right. hurt the consumer. Like where, where can we figure out what's the, what's the true minimum wage for the country? What is, what should that be? Um, what is the best action for, uh, uh, gun control so that we have a result of the fewest casualties in the country? What is the best interest rate that the fed should be placing to, uh, to, to bring inflation down all these, all these questions and all these decisions that are made, it's human beings making the final judgment call. Right. And what if at this point with how big society is, how far technology has gone, that this is just the best movement forward for people. And listen, I am the biggest critic of how far we've gone with technology and how much it's overtaken our lives. But I'm also a very big critic of our, our, our government and the politicians and um, how they represent the people. So it's like, yeah, this is, this is a balance here that, and we have to walk that fine line. Um, would you vote for if it was AI versus Joe Biden or Donald Trump in the next election, who are you voting for? I'm I'm voting for AI, but are you are you okay? Yeah, because that's <clears throat> it's. I I think it's. I I'm surprised because here's I, I'll I'll follow up on this, but go ahead. Okay. I, there's I'm surprised. I was gonna say that it, it's it's an unbiased answer, and that's what I always want. I don't want somebody who has an agenda, and that's the problem. So do you? But do you think potentially? Because mm -hmm. you're more like I'm. I'm thinking tinfoil hat here. Like okay. this could be the ushering in of the 
downfall of humankind because could that be the rise of the robots? If you no. are somebody who thinks that a, a, a robot is, could become self-aware or could potentially take over and we are, we are basically breeding their, um, their existence here that why, why couldn't they in the back of their mind be making decisions based on what's best for the rise of AI and not necessarily the rise of the human beings. Could they potentially be infiltrated to, to, uh, to create that scenario for the U S I, I don't think so. I'm with you on that as the, as far you think as it's like, just a tool sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. It's sci-fi fantasy because what happens if it's, if it's not, you know, going properly, you pull the plug. Like that's to me, like what's going to make that call though. If they're the sitting president, who's going to make that call? Yeah. But it's, it's never, uh, it's not that it wouldn't be that way where it's like, Oh, I am president AI. It's just gotta be like, okay, this is what's making the decisions for us. Is that what you guys want? Uh, like you still get a vote and a say, but what but if you don't, what if somehow on the back end it change, it, it realizes that the people still have the power. Would it be able to, uh, sign some executive order or do something that would be a loophole to where before we know it, it's too late. And now you've got this whole system. You talk, you know, you mentioned the other day, yeah, that whole Rogers, um, network in Canada, yeah. how that went down. Right. What if it could hook up to those networks to all of a sudden shut everything down? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think you have the potential of that happening now. Just from a a hacking standpoint? Yeah, from a hacking standpoint, it's, it's something that could happen at any point in time. If, uh, you know, you don't have somebody at that helm to, to do that. Well, see, that's the thing, though. Is it that, that would be like if a, a Russian spy infiltrated the right. uh, the election and put themselves into office? Okay, I feel like I'm more <clears throat> worried about the decisions that politicians make <laughs> right now. That's just yeah. as bad. Let's roll the dice on this, and what's the worst that could happen? Um, I we I, all become robot sex slaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but that's the thing is. Uh, with the way that things are right now, like I'm pretty sure that president, uh, AI, as we'll say is like uh, not Allen Iverson, right? They're not going to send, uh, you know, trillions of dollars, billions and trillions of dollars to, uh, Ukraine. But what if they started, uh, what if they put their tentacles out to, uh, Chinese computer systems and now they were aligning with a global network Right behind the scenes, which that they could do that they could connect into. And all of a sudden, what if the Chinese, uh, uh, AI is more powerful and convinces the U S AI that we should be doing what's best for the Chinese and not best for the American okay, people. See the way you're explaining it to me is like, there's a, uh, U S robot, like going around having meetings with like, I, that's not what I'm. Oh, viewing. well, what do you, but what do you think the network is? All there, it has to do is tie into it. There is, there is, there's a, a, a network of AI that's created by, um, uh, us developers. And of course there's going to be Chinese developers. What if they're putting in nothing but Chinese propaganda into that, they're right. creating somebody whose best interest and whose decision-making will always be what's best for the Chinese 
government. Now, if there's right. something where these 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 interwebs intertwine, you could be heavily influenced to to do that. And now, all of a sudden, uh, it just it seems like a simple solution on on the face value of it, but yeah. like it could potentially cause the downfall of society. Well, and the problem is there would have to be people monitoring this system. There's no way you can just like let it go and say, okay, but then the people monitoring the system, then you're worried about them, you know, fucking around with it. And it's like, how do you know that somebody's not messing with it. And that's the problem is that like, well, nobody, how do you know nobody's messing with your politicians behind the right. scenes? It's the same scenario. Who's right. Who's the, uh, who's actually running the government? Is it Joe Biden or is it, you know, no uh, special forces in the Pentagon and, and all of these other, uh, uh, black cloak government officials yeah. that, that are in there for life and will never be elected or, and never have to run for office. And they are just the, um, the ones running, pulling the strings behind the scenes. Well, and that's kind of what I'm saying is that there's just, I feel like there's no way that you can really trust anything. I don't think anybody's going to trust anything anymore. I think it's a good way to take the, um, to take the party affiliation right. out of the equation. Because I was looking back, Phil, cause I was just curious about this because it seems as though we always are going back back and forth. It's one yeah. side blaming the other. And if you go back, there is the, um, the last time there was three terms of one party consecutively yeah. was 1981 through 1993. Yes. That was, um, you had Reagan, Reagan, uh, HW Bush. And yes. then it went, Two terms of a Democrat, Clinton. Right. Two terms of a Repub Republican, George W. Two terms of a Democrat, Obama. One term of a Republican, Trump. Yeah. And now we're in the current um, term, first term for President Joe Biden. Yeah. That tells me we are we get sick of a party yeah. running the country. Right. There's not this stream of like. Democrats are doing such a great job that we're going to keep them in office and whoever their, their candidate is, let's keep them there. Republicans, let's keep them in office. Whoever's there, we're going to keep it going because things are just going so great. No, one side fucks shit up. The next side fucks shit up. We get sick of it. We vote somebody in and we think that that's going to change things. We think yeah. that after two terms of a Democrat, putting a Republican in office is going to fix it. Right. So we do that. It doesn't. So then we go back to where we were before. Yeah. It the fact, the fact that it's been over 40 years since we've had somebody in office that we can run through that was good enough to say, let's keep a Republican in office. Yeah. That's, that's mind boggling to me. And that should tell you why things are the way they are. See, I, I just came up with this idea on the spot. Okay. And I think this is a solution to everything. All right. You, you almost treat it like a game show and like, hear me out because kind of like Donald Trump. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So this is what you do. You have candidates like, okay. and then all of a sudden, once it gets to that part where it's, you know, the two candidates running against each other, you start doing everything blind, everything blind debates, uh, issues, all those things you, you don't, the American people don't know where they're getting the information from. 
So, and then you vote based on that. So you don't know who the information's coming from. How do you not know? You don't know. It's it's broadcasted as like, uh, you know, um, candidate A says this, candidate B says this. Then the next time around, they swap them around all the time. Do you know what would happen with that though? What you would have, you would have news outlets, media outlets, analyzing the answers. And I I think it would be pretty clear to know the answers that are coming from which candidates, because it's they they have a platform at the end of the day. Like you're you're not going to be able to tell when the answer is. It was a it's a very spectacular plan. I think it would be it would be the best, uh, and uh, we would we would do it all out of Mar-a-Lago. Like, do you not think that people would catch on? I understand, but that's something where from the beginning, if you started when there's a bunch of candidates, right? Then I think you could you might be able to do it like, and that's where you would have to almost like have somebody in charge of it. That's like, okay, this is what they said, but they take out all those type of things where you could, you'd have to have somebody that you trust where they like take out all the, that's my, my whole thing. My point is obviously it would never work. Sure. But my point is people just need to not associate it with a person. I've got a better idea. Uh huh. What if, what if, yeah, you could take these two candidates that were running, right? Have the artificial intelligence or a computer system, yeah, run a scenario of what would happen to the country if candidate one was put in office yeah. versus what candidate two would happen if they were put in office. And based on those results, give them a grade. Give them a grade or, or let the people decide at, at that point. If I yeah. saw, I think a lot of people, if they would have known yeah. where we'd be sitting now right. in only two years of Joe Biden in office, I think a lot of people, if they could have, uh, have, have watched how this all played out, how the, 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 uh, the economy, the inflation, the gas prices, the uh, copious amounts of money to, um, uh, uh, foreign countries, the, the, you know, could, could AI have looked at that and said, you've got, you've got this Hunter Biden thing floating over here. Right. We're going to run to see if this is actually real or not. And we're going to play this out that, okay, this breaks to the media. Yeah. We're going to look at this and say, this guy's had a couple brain surgeries, uh, and based on his age and his, uh, condition, this is where he'll be at two years from now. Yeah. We will go through this scenario and see, like, I think, yes, it's not going to be full foolproof. Yeah. But, it might be more telling than just sitting back there and waiting for us to see what happens because it seems like to me ever since I I think let's see, I was, when did I turn 18 where I was old enough to vote? It would have been the 2004 election would have been the first um, opportunity I had to vote. I don't think I voted in that first election, but I voted for a president every time after that. It seems like now for the last 20, 15, 20 years, it's always been the same. Well, we'll get them next time. Well, yeah, this isn't the the best, but we'll figure it out for the next election. Right. And it never happens. We're no. like, we're, we're, you know, what, what is the definition of insanity? It's, it's repeating, uh, the, the, the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Like that's where we're at right now. Right. No, I agree. And it's like, uh, when 
and I think that's the thing that was like, we're sitting here in the basement, just kind of like bullshitting. And it's yeah. like, I feel like they're, they are decent ideas to come up with. And I think that thing of the simulation to show like, okay, if you would do this, run it through the, uh, the little simulator, beep, boop, beep, uh, gas will be $7 and, <laughs> and everybody's like, okay, gallon. Trump. Trump. Yeah. All right. I don't care anymore. Trump. President Biden will fall off his butt. <laughs> <laughs> like his wife will compare <laughs> Mexicans to breakfast. That tacos. was the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Bizarre. Like who on. wrote that for her? Well, whoever wrote about when Joe Biden was talking about his leg hair, probably the same person. I think that was off the cuff. That wasn't yeah. a speech. This was a, this was a full blown prepared speech. And you know what? If Donald Trump would have said that, yeah. Oh man. The way I, they would have been on him. I thought that it was like an onion article or something when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, You're oh. as unique as the breakfast tacos in wherever. Yeah, like in Texas. What? Okay. But yeah, and, and that's the thing though, is I do think that with all the technology that we have nowadays, why not do something like that? Run some scenarios. See, treat it like a business. That's what businesses do. They'll run, you know, different scenarios and see what the results come out to be. It's like, we need to do that. Well, the reason why corporations would never want to see that happen is because if, if they replace AI with, or the president with AI, guess who's next? CEOs. CEOs. Yeah, You're out. Why do I need, why do I need this person making billions upon billions of dollars, millions upon millions of dollars to sit in this seat? Like there is such a cost factor with this. And I don't think any amount of cybersecurity is going to put us in a position where we'd be going at a disadvantage. Um, do you know how much uh, former presidents cost taxpayers every year? No. $3.8 million per year to support former presidents. They make $219,000 a year. You have to have um, Secret Service protect them. There's right. $96,000 uh, that goes into their personal staff. That's yeah. per former president, by right. the way. And not only that, this is what I thought was crazy. The American people pay for their office space. Nice. And what do you think office space costs annually to rent a, a, a an office to operate out of? I'm sure whatever they're doing is astronomical. I always ask Hundreds you these questions. Yeah. So Bill Clinton's rent in New York City is $429,000 a year. I, see, that's even more than I would have thought. George W. Bush's office rent, $434,000 a year. Yeah. Meanwhile... They can make copious amounts of money by doing book deals yeah. and Netflix deals and speaking engagements and uh, whatever else they want to get their hands into. If 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 uh, if Barack Obama wanted to put out a streetwear line, I bet you that would generate millions of right. dollars in revenue a year. It's just so silly that we are sitting back paying for this and giving them even that two hundred nineteen thousand dollars in salary, like. Yeah. Give me a break. You you got the golden goose when you became president. Yes, yes and no. I'm not I'm not like super angry about that because being the president, there's not, you know, there's not many presidents. Like it it's something where like that's a humongous job. It's Absolutely. But you served your time and you got out and you were able to make money 
in so many different ways. That's what I have the problem with is right. the speeches where they make yeah, so much they're money. They're going to make it anyway. Why are the American people right. footing their bill for, for bright side? President Joe Biden probably don't have to pay that for long. <laughs> Won't have to pay that for very long. So you if don't. At all. You don't want somebody who's at that that very ripe age of thirty five yeah. getting into office for one term, and right. by the time they're thirty nine, you have to now pay them for the next sixty years. How right. much is that going to cost the American people? Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> but if it's AI, hey, you're not paying any of you're that. Not paying any but of that. That will never happen because people like making this side money. I think a lot of people would be exposed. Uh, yeah, for, for sure. And, and they're not going to let that happen. The CEOs, the politicians, they're the ones in charge of this. Right. So they will never let it happen. Well, would you, okay. So if, so the, the, the presidential requirements are as follows. You have to be at least 35 years old. Yep. Natural born citizen. Yep. And you have to have lived in this country for at least the last 14 years. Right. Not a huge, like, uh, uh, you know, criteria. Yeah, you don't have to, have to meet. Do much, but could you? Does does the AI have to be in existence for thirty five, at least thirty five years? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's irrelevant. They don't have an age. They're not human. I th- I think therefore I am. I mean, if they're if, if they're if that's from inception to. Current a current day, I say no. Okay, <laughs> all right. So you'd have to rewrite the Constitution a little bit if you're going to do this. Which I don't see a problem with rewriting the Constitution <laughs> a little bit. Times are a little bit different now you, than they you, were. You mean you think things have changed in the last 250 yeah, years? Maybe a little. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Um, Dusty ass Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great starting point. You it, know what I mean? And there's there's definitely is. a lot that we can uh you know uh hold on to from a from a value system standpoint. But you're right. This but that's why I mean the is the is the is even the concept of the president is that a dusty ass concept too as um, you as you put it. No, I, I don't think so because I think you always need somebody to like go to. I think you need somebody like if we were to put AI in charge and you have all these other countries that have a, a visible leader. I just don't think it would be a good look. Honestly, it'll, it'll probably never happen just because people would be so fearful. Could you like, you kind of made the point earlier, like the, the, um, just the conspiracy theories that would evolve from this. And, and I, I honestly think the majority of the American people, they love these identity politics. They right. love fighting it out with people. There's so Fun many, them. so many people online where this has become their, um, this has become their Super Bowl. Essentially, the 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 elections are their Super Bowl. The playoffs are the primaries. Like they love this, like the new American pastime, and they watch it ad nauseum and they have gone so far to one side that you couldn't convince them that what they want is not what the best outcome is for the country. Like if you had somebody that was so middle ground making decisions, they would be up in arms because they would think that they are so far away from their 
their mode of thought and, and, and their, what they think is best, they would be shocked to see what a middle ground and a fair result actually looks like. Well, you see gas prices and inflation and how things are right now, and people are still in denial about that. And so I think it would be the same thing. You have yeah. an algorithm that tells you exactly how things are going to go, and they'd say... I that's don't fine. believe that. I like yeah. it. Or, or that's okay with It'll me. be good in the long run. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I, we're getting to the, how many generations of the long run do we have to deal with before we just realize that it's, it's, it's just a mess. Yeah. Maybe things just aren't working the way that they are. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, you, you hope something will change soon, but I don't know that it will. So putting AI into the white house will either be the best possible decision ever made for the American people, right. or it will be the downfall of society as we know it. But there's nothing, you know, and, and who's to say if this AI becomes self-aware, if they do, have you seen the, 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 have you heard of the Turing test? Did we talk about that no, already? I don't think so. So it's basically a test where the AI can fool a person into thinking that it's a real person. Oh, I heard like about once that, it passes yeah. the Turing test, once you can be convinced that this is actually a, a person with emotion and can, um, that can feel and can think for itself and, and achieves consciousness. If it gets to the point where that is a real world scenario yeah, and we start talking about rights for, AI and computers and saying, Hey, these robots need to have the same rights we do. Yeah. Who's to say they couldn't make the decision on their own to run. And then maybe they would convince the American people that they are the best scenario. And this kind of thing just happens organically. They get put in office and that's what we're doing. We've got humans versus robots running against each other um, for the keys to the white house. I would, I would say no, but I never thought people would fight for, you know, rights of their dogs and cats <laughs> and things like that as much as they do now. So yeah, who knows? It's, it's crazy. It's certainly a crazy world out there. Well, that is all I got for today. I think that was an interesting conversation. It's yeah. one of those things where you'd be surprised. It, it, it feels like something so far into the future right now, but the way things are uh, are growing exponentially from a technology standpoint and just the mass divide with the American people, I don't think it's as science fiction as it might sound right now. No, I don't think so either. So come back next week on The Disconnect. We'll have more to talk about from a variety of to- topics, but do not forget until then, the struggle is real. 